0: The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Welcome to the Arise to Success Show. I'm your host in this show. My name is Jihad. Just to let you know, um, dear listeners, is that our show today is pre-recorded, so we won't be able to take any questions, but please feel free to text or WhatsApp your thoughts about the show in 0779-481822, or you can comment on Facebook as well. Our guest today is Amina Khan, who is a yoga instructor. Amina will share with us today, inshallah, her journey with holistic health. In two thousand and fourteen, she was studying dentistry in Manchester University. However, due to personal experiences, she went through a severe depression. This spiraled and got worse until she experienced first episode of psychosis. Amina had to leave, Amina, sorry, had to leave university in her third year, by the will of Allah. After a long journey hospital, after a long year, sorry, after a year long hospital journey, Alhamdulillah, she began to recover and saw the importance of living a holistic life. Which was her motivation behind her business, Yog Ami. Amina started studying psychology, trained to be a yoga teacher, and turned her life around. Amina now wants to inspire people who are experiencing hardship that they can get through this. Amina, firstly, apologies that I pronounce your name as Amina. <laughs> and it's so lovely to have you on the show today. And welcome to the Rise of Success. How are you doing?
1: I'm good it's really nice to be on the show really excited to talk about my experiences and just share anything I can with with Allah.
0: Inshallah, Jazakallah Khair. And Mashallah, Amina, as I was reading your uh, bio, Mashallah, your, your story is very inspiring and we'd love to hear, Inshallah, more about it during this show. But if we can play, uh, perhaps start with, if you can tell us more about <clears throat> Yogami and what do you do as part of this business? I know you do retreats and sadly, I missed the recent one you've had. So if you can tell us a little bit more about Yogami and what you offer.
1: Yeah, so Yogami is a health and wellness and well-being lifestyle it's all about you know rejuvenation and just looking after and prioritizing our mental health. So, at the moment, what I do are the getaways, which I'm sure we'll go on to speaking about later. Inshallah. Yes. But yeah, I do at the moment, I run like really rejuvenating getaways as part of my business. Uh, and in the future, inshallah, I want to open a space where women come and the meaning of it. like they can come and they can have yoga. A massage, pyjama, you know, all under one roof. This is like a big goal for me, something I'm working for. But my business, Yogami, is all about, it's just all about being hectic and prioritising yourself and your mental well-being
0: Sorry, Amna, you, you're breaking up. I'm not sure if it's for my side or um, your side. Wi-Fi is on full bars. Um, okay. Hopefully it should be fine, inshallah. It just it was breaking up, so I'm not sure from, from my side. I'm hoping that inshallah it will be all right.
1: Inshallah. Yeah.
0: Right, that's great, mashallah. And you know, maybe we should start actually getting into the inspiring story that has led to Yogami. What has led to that?
1: Yeah, so it all started with um well, I like you said, I was studying dentistry and in mm. 20, I had a completely different plan for myself. Mm. Um, my plan was, you know, I'm gonna um be a dentist and just live like live a good life inshallah, you know, I want I wanna earn well and I live a good life and it was just my plan. Um but subhanAllah, Allah had a better plan for me and mm-hmm. always when I look back to realise and remember that Allah's plan is greater than any plan that we can, you know, even imagine for ourselves. Um so yeah, so my story really starts from when I was at dental school and then to be honest, um, I, I due to personal experiences, I experienced that, like you said, severe depression. Um, and I was depressed for quite 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 a few months until um it kind of spiraled and got worse until I experienced um first episode psychosis.
0: Mm.
1: Episode psychosis is a symptom of mental health. Um everyone experiences it very differently. For me, um I couldn't recognise my family or friends. I couldn't mm. I could. I was in hospital for almost a year, and um, it was a really challenging time for my family uh, and my mm-hmm. friends, of course, for myself. Um, but Subhanallah, you know, it led me to a different path mm-hmm. in getting better from that experience due to the will of Allah. Learning so much from the experience, and um, Subhanallah, it led me to realise the importance of living a life which is when I came up with my business, when I got better, I came out of hospital, miraculously got better from a very, very, very severe illness. Which again, you know, I want to share with people that if you know somebody or if you yourself are going through a very severe illness, you know, Allah is can cure all illnesses. You never know whose du'a is going to be answered. And Allah's God and Allah is far beyond anything that we can even you know imagine. So, um, alhamdulillah, you know, I got better uh, by the will of Allah. And then I decided I don't want to do dentistry anymore. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, I don't want to go down that path. I wanted to inspire people with their mental health. And that's when I started my business and I trained to be a yoga teacher. But it all started from a very, you know, dark place, really. Um, mm-hmm. you know Allah Allah really pulled me out of that. And now I'm able to sit here today and inshallah be an inspiration to other people that if they're going through something difficult, they can also, inshallah, get through it as well.
0: Inshallah. Wow, subhanAllah, I was listening to you. Subhanallah. It's, it's like when you were saying that you can't recognize people around you anymore, subhanAllah. So from that to where you are now, what kind of motivated you to, um, to have that, you know, to, to come out? I mean, the journey of coming out of that, I'm sure is very difficult, right? And then picking yourself up and doing something amazing deciding not to do dentistry but focusing more on holistic health can you tell us more about that journey
1: yeah so um like you said it, it i came from a place where i could like you said couldn't recognize people i couldn't even you know speak or even well, the only thing i did was like quran which is a big blessing of, of the quran in itself mm. um, coming from that to where i am now i think it comes from it comes from Allah at the end of the day, it comes from Allah, but this, but I did put in my work as well. Mm-hmm. And it came to a point where I came out of hospital and I realised, you know, I want to make something out of this experience. I want to share with people that, you know, I, I know people, like, especially in our communities, you know, we go through mental health problems, but silently. Mm-hmm. And very kind of frowned upon to speak about it, things like depression, anxiety. Um, and even psychosis, um, you know, we don't hear about it because people are very afraid to speak about it. So mm-hmm. That motivation comes from wanting to help other people, wanting to help other people that have, you know, been through something similar, or know someone that's going through something similar. Because even the people that know someone that's going through something similar, sometimes it's even harder for them. You know, mm-hmm. for a lot, like I don't remember a lot of what happened. But my family, my friends, you know, it's, it's in their head. And they, they, they remember it. You know, it's about, um, I want to send a message that, you know, you can hit rock bottom, you can hit the lowest of the low, but you can climb your way back up and you can become successful. You can do good things. You can, you know, you can get out of any situation by the will of Allah. So I think that was my main motivation, just knowing that for the sake of Allah, you know, and by the will of Allah, any anything can happen. I wanted to motivate and inspire other people.
0: Well, subhanallah. And when you said there that you call it a talk, that you can read Quran. I find that amazing, subhanAllah. It's like the words of Allah is something that you can do when you weren't able to talk to anyone else. And subhanAllah, you know, as you said, that could have been your way out as well, you know, for us to have that connection to Allah and to continue our worship as much as we can, even if, you know, if we feel we can't do it, we're unable, physically unable to do it. The fact that you did it, subhanAllah, you know, that could have been one of, you know, your main uh, way out of that, subhanAllah. So I find that very powerful.
1: No, just touching on that. You know the um when, like things like.
0: Sorry, we've lost you there.
1: Sorry, should I turn my video off? Will that help?
0: Maybe try that. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. You know, I was just saying. You know, doing memorization of the Quran something that um something that it's something that I I didn't do enough of and I don't do it enough, of, but I try to do it. As much and I'm gonna, it might be better actually to
0: turn your, your video back on because okay. when I'm seeing you, I'm understanding a bit more <laughs> with the mouth movements, but it's breaking for some reason.
1: <laughs> um, I was thinking, um, with the Quran, when you are doing that in your life, um, it will come to you at times when you need it. You know, keeping the Quran in your heart is something that nobody can take away from. You know, this was a time when I couldn't actually speak to people like my words wouldn't come out of my mouth but you know the the quran like it comes because it it's a big miracle from Allah so that's what I try and tell people you know try even to myself try and do your try and keep the quran in your heart because it will it will stay with you in any um any situation in life SubhanAllah, that's so powerful. Zakla khair for sharing this,
0: I found that and I'm sure our dear listeners um find that very powerful, SubhanAllah, so thank you. And I'm just going to remind our dear listeners, just in case anybody joined us a bit later, that we have Amina on the show today with us, who's a yoga instructor and the founder of Yogami. She's sharing with us today her journey with holistic health and her own struggles that led to her amazing work that she does today and just to remind you our dear listeners that is that this is a pre-recorded show today so we won't be able to take any comments or questions but please feel free to text or whatsapp any thoughts about the show on 481822 or you can also comment on facebook i mean inshallah you know as i said earlier very very powerful and inspiring story that you shared and i also want to kind kind of comment on what you said about you know that Allah is the best planner is that you had a completely different plan that your journey went in a completely different route that has led to something completely different so it's about having that trust in Allah about his plans because his plans are better and when we go through low moments sometimes we don't see it and we just think why are we going through this what have we done our lives that we deserve this but this is Allah's plan to d- redirect you towards a better um, um, destination, inshallah, or better journey. So that, uh, that was another powerful thing that you've mentioned. The other thing as well that I wanted to comment on is that mental health in a lot of communities is that mental health is something that we don't talk about. It's something that, you know, if you ignore it, it's just like it doesn't exist. So just ignore it. Just pretend it's not there. Just pretend you're okay. And this is something that you are damaging yourself if you are doing this because you're not addressing a problem that if you address as you have, Amina, it has led to a completely different journey and a better journey to what you've had. So it's very important that we do address mental health and we do treat it because if we pretend that it doesn't exist, we're not treating it so it's very important to pay attention to it and try to um you know find solutions and and treatments for it inshallah because allah wouldn't make us go through something that's not good for us so inshallah you know mental health is something that does exist and if we pay attention to it inshallah and try to treat it inshallah it will help us and it can lead to subhanallah amazing outcomes as well so just wanted to kind of comment on that um also um uh, um, uh, sorry amna you mentioned the importance of living a holistic life so if you tell us more about the importance of it and what has led you to i mean we talked a little bit actually about to what has led to that realization but if you can tell us a bit more about the importance of living a holistic life based on your experience
1: Yeah, um, in terms
0: of if you repeat that again, we've lost you again.
1: You got me again.
0: Yes, it's better now.
1: Um, I was just saying, in terms of the um, what you were just saying before about the mental health, I think it's very important that if someone is going through something with their mental health, that they really try to open up and speak about it because, yeah, not. By it is probably is one of the worst things it will bottle everything in and, and it's really not good even though it's it, it's very hard to speak about it you'll feel so much better and um getting medical help as well it's just not frowned upon you know mm. um and yeah in terms of the living a holistic life sorry i forgot you- how, how do we live
0: a- The importance of living a holistic life. And then we can talk about how we can do that as well. But perhaps if we talk about the importance of it first.
1: So I think it's really, it, 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 prevention is obviously better than having to deal with any kind of problems that come after it. So yeah, a holistic life, so by, you know, keeping in in, in good shape, keeping in good health, keeping in mentally, spiritually, physically, it will all um, allow. It will prevent you from getting, you know, in a place where you're mentally, physically, or spiritually, you know, ill. Um, mm-hmm. But it's really important because um, holistically, you know, we we, lo- we need to look at the body from a perspective. So it, it's not like you're just going to focus on the body and just exercise and eat well and everything like that and not do anything else just as you wouldn't just pray and read Quran and, and nothing else, you know, just as, um, you know, body, mind, and, so, and just as you wouldn't, you know, read and do things for your mind. So it's, it's all about, for me, I'm very big on body, mind, and soul, you know, yeah. it all together. Um, We're not, in Islam, we're not taught to do anything in extremes, but in, instead, you know, do everything, give everything its due right. Um, so that would be, for me, like, the importance of living a holistic life is to prevent any kind of, any illness is happening and just to, you know, stay, stay well, insh- inshallah.
0: Inshallah. You know, that's, that's great that you've mentioned that, because sometimes what we do is that we focus in one area and we neglect all other areas. But as you mentioned, holistic life is focusing a little bit. here And, there. and we don't have to go intense in all the areas, as long as we give a bit of attention here and there. And you know, the, the, um, the amount of time that we spend in each area will differ depending on our needs as well. And on each personal, um, um, preferences needs and so on but also want to add consistency is also very important because if we just focus in one area and then leave it and go to the next area or for example if we do a little bit um on one area and then leave it it's not gonna produce the best outcome but consistency even islamically consistency is very important even if the action is small keeping it consistent because that's what leads to results and then the balance as well Islam is all about balance so as you've mentioned earlier not just focusing on one area but balancing it between the various areas so that you can have this holistic approach so and and for giving examples as well and I'm just going to quickly just remind our dear listeners because sometimes we have you know individuals who come uh, a little bit later in the show so I'm just going to remind our dear listeners that we have Amina with us on the show today, who's a yoga instructor and the founder of Yogami. She's sharing with us today her journey with holistic health and her own struggles that led to the um the uh form forming Yogami and all the work that is related to it, which we'll talk a little bit more about it, inshallah. And just remind the dear listeners is that this is a pre-recorded show, so we won't be able to take any comments or any questions. But please feel free to text WhatsApp, your thoughts about the show in 0779481822, or you can also comment on Facebook so i'm in mean, a great tips mashallah that you have provided there i was also wondering surely you talked about you know your journey in terms of what were your motivations i'm just wondering you know somebody giving through a lot of difficulties they may be going through moments where they may be giving up or they think okay you know what's the point and so on and so on have you ever experienced this and how did you deal with it if you have
1: yeah i think i think it's completely normal and of course myself i've gone through moments where i felt like giving up you know like there's mm-hmm. just what's the point in doing this you know i think it's important to realize that even as muslims even as a good person even as anyone you're going to have ups and you're going to have downs and it's completely normal you're going to have ups in your in your physical in your spiritual in your emotional everything has ups and downs because we're human beings mm-hmm. it's very important to not be harsh on yourself you know when you're feeling um, low or down about something instead just try to really acknowledge it and make the most out of what you can do um for me um personally i there were times when i i honestly just gave up Right when i was very depressed i was re- I, I felt like giving up um and honestly alhamdulillah it was the, it was the psychosis and the illness that shook me out of everything And mm-hmm. um, so blessing for me um otherwise i don't know where i'd be you know um but I think, uh, you know, everyone, Allah will send something to everyone in, in a different way um, help them to kind of get out of any situation. Like he'll give us the tools. He'll give us what we need. And we just have to kind of, you know, try and remember that this life is not meant to be perfect. You know, this life was not made to be a perfect life. It was made as a test, though. So, so you know, all we can do is try and strive and do our best to be a better person and you know that 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 hopefully gives gave me some motivation to kind of get through everything um because if you think about this world as being perfect and as being the final abode you're not gonna you're not mm-hmm. gonna that in this.
0: yeah so what i'm hearing is here the two things that kind of helped you is the quran reading the quran and the other thing as well we did Quran, which she mentioned earlier and the other thing is knowing that this life is not perfect and you're not here you know to aim for perfection but to do your best would you say those are the two things that helped you whether it's anything else that our oh, dear listeners if they're listening and they they go through hardship is there anything else that might have helped you that you can share with them or is it those two areas that are the main ones
1: There's so many so many things another thing having to work with Allah, you know really believing that like just trusting in that plan you know not not comparing your plan to someone else's plan thinking they're getting married they're getting a job they're getting it like just knowing that this plan is perfect and um you know just having trust in Allah like it's very hard to trust because it's like you as humans we like to have control we like to know everything what's happening next what's, what's going on next but like I came to a point in my life where I was like you know what I'm gonna start a new business I'm gonna start a new venture but I have to trust Allah like there's nothing that I can um you know I can't control all of this um I think that just having to work with it in Allah's plan having trust that Allah you know knows what's best for us better than even you know we know ourselves
0: yeah, and that's where the, um, the that trust comes, isn't it? We said it's quite hard because for individuals who like to be in control, and sometimes I go through that phase. It's like, I want to be in control of the situation. I want to control it. But then this is where our Iman is tested, right? It's having that trust in God because there's so much you can do but then you leave the rest as well. So you leave everything, not the rest. You leave everything to Allah. It's like, you know, coming back to the example, tie your camel and, you know, put trust in Allah. So these are really good tips. Is there any? Because you said there are a few things and that's what I like to kind of focus on um, in the show so that, you know, the, our dear listeners can be inspired, can, inshallah, find this helpful for them. They can use these tools. You said there are other things as well. What other tips or what other things have, may have helped you or you would recommend to others to help them during hardships?
1: yeah so as well obviously think, but everything but
0: sorry I'm, I'm gonna have to ask you to repeat it again because well, i have lost it there for a second again
1: i was just saying of course the things that we uh, is obviously more for an there are also other things that we can do you know that will help us to lead a holistic life which will help us to then you know um basically prevent any kind of illnesses or help us to get through things um so some things that I like basically I'll mention this when I talk about our getaways but I do like a bit of a wellness workshop in our getaways and then some things I mentioned are things to do with faith and also things to do with routine um things to do with um you know um exercise nutrition looking after your body you know there's a lot there's a lot of things that holistic well-being kind of contains that is more than you know just praying you know obviously we pray and we have try and have for sure and everything but there's so much more in your life that you need to be focusing on to live a holistic life as well you know like eating well you need to be sleeping well you need to be exercising well um so all of these little things even having a good routine you know in the morning I have so many tips for a good morning and evening routine and um, all of these things will will help you to kind of um, just be, be healthier um, in, in all aspects of your life as well, inshallah.
0: Mm-hmm. Great, alhamdulillah. We've got a few minutes before we go for a break. So if, you know, we can suggest something to our dear listeners to kind of have a holistic life, if we can give you tips that can um, implement it from today before we go for a break.
1: So a few tips. I would say the one of the most important things for me is routine. So, so trying to have a good routine in your life where, you know, you're, you're waking up with the sunnas, you know, the du'as of waking up and um, also little, little things that will all add up. For example, like, you know, not having your phone in a separate room to where you where you sleep, you know, so it's not it's not distracting you um, or um, essential oils are very good to put in the house and it can like really wake you up in the morning, especially when you kind of smash certain and smack in the morning, For example, like and grass is good in the morning. Um, anything that is gonna like you know trying to avoid caffeine at, at specific times because then your body will just become very racist very about it um, and, and, and all the, there's lots of little tips and tricks that you can do as part of a routine that would be one thing I think So Amna do you mind just getting closer because I know just
0: when you get closer to your device we can hear you <laughs> thank you
1: yeah great alhamdulillah we figured it out (laughs) yeah and then um you know investing in yourself um so things like you know like hijama and massages everything like this you know it's it's the the things which we see we see as you know it's expensive you know it's gonna cost us a lot of money but at the end of the day we can we we, you if you if you want to prioritize something you will find a way to do it and um things like hijama really really helped me um it gave me a lot more energy and a lot more um mainly for the energy to be honest it, it was very very good for me and it's a sunnah you know we shouldn't be afraid of I know people get very scared of things like hijama but you know I love hijama I'm
0: addicted to hijama
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know all these things that we need to be trying to do to invest in ourselves mm. um try and you know be feel good and feel mentally well and physically well um all will help um lead a holistic life so you know just trying to prioritize that over um you know um like especially when your life gets busy and you've got so much going on just taking a step back and thinking no I need to do this like for myself as well yeah and these are
0: great tips and perhaps inshallah after the break we can talk a little bit more about self-care because that is very very important it's an area that we neglect quite a lot and i speak for myself i'm guilty of that i have neglected it but then when i started doing it it made a huge difference to my life Um, so just um, going to quickly wrap up what we've been discussing and just remind our dear listeners that we have Amin on the show today who's a yoga instructor and the founder of Yoga And we're talking about holistic health today and how we can maintain a holistic health and um, uh, Amin's own journey um, towards holistic health as well so um, inshallah we will go for a little break so our dear listeners this is Inspire FM Luton on 105.1 we'll be going for a short break inshallah and we'll continue talking about Amina's work and her, um, her business, which is Yogami, what she does with that. So there's a lot of great things that we'll be discussing after the break. So please do stay tuned and we'll see you very soon. Assalamualaikum. this is Atif Nawaz. Listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Arise to Success show. We have Amina Khan with us today, who is a yoga instructor. Amina sharing with us today her journey with holistic health. In 2014, she was studying dentistry in Manchester University. However, due to personal experiences, she went through severe depression. This unfortunately spiraled and got worse until she experienced first episode First episode of psychosis. Amina had to leave university in her third year, and by the will of Allah, after a year long hospital journey, Alhamdulillah, she began to recover and saw the importance of living a holistic life, which was the motivation behind her business, Yogami. Amina started studying psychology, trained to be a yoga teacher, and turned her life around. Amina now wants to inspire people who are experiencing hardship that they can get through this. And just to remind you, already listeners, is that this. Um, show is pre-recorded today so we will not be able to take any um, comments or questions but please feel free to text or whatsapp your thoughts about the show at 0779 or you can also comment on Facebook. So Amina with great things that we were discussing before the break which is you know your story of how you got to yogami and the importance of living a holistic life and just before we go for the break we were talking about you know um, some tips but which can help our dear listeners to live a holistic life. And one of the things that we discussed is self-care and I'll add self-love as well, which is something that is Islamic as well. Um, A lot of people think that self-care or self-love is selfish, but it's not because when we take care of ourselves, when we love ourselves to a level that we are taking care of ourselves, it helps us to take care of people around us because when we are a state of happiness, we influence the people around us. For example, you know, I don't know if you, if you can relate to this, Amina. My mom, for example, you know, the mother is like a big part of the home. If she's upset, the whole house is dead. If she's happy, everybody's lively, right? SubhanAllah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's important specifically for women to have that for themselves. And, for, and I always emphasize, if you struggle to make time for self-care and self-love for yourself, because it may seem selfish, please do it for those around you. Because when you do it, you're able to be more present for the people around you. You're able to be to give them more, and when you're happy, everyone else, inshallah, around you is happy as well. So that's the power of of women, subhanallah, is that their energy influences those around them, specifically mothers. So it's very important that this energy is maintained and looked after and, you know, kept positive, so that you know we can take care of those around us as well. So I'm gonna back to you. You know, um, what 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 tips can you give? for people to include self-love and self-care in their lives or anything that they can do even if it's very small daily basis consistency consistently sorry so that we can keep that consistency in place um, because when we do this we make sure that we continue this process and it makes a difference to our lives inshallah
1: yeah no alhamdulillah you're right um definitely and um, there's so many things we can do um as mm-hmm. part of self-care and I think as well, like self care is is important, of course, like for others as well. But it's also in in your own self. If you if you are looking after yourself and feeling well about yourself, you will perform better in your ibadah as well. You know, like if you sometimes like we're praying but we're distracted, we're thinking about this, we're thinking about that, we're not we're not focused, you know. But if you have like a sense of kind of confidence in yourself and a sense of kind of peace in yourself, and you've looked after your well being when you're praying inshallah you will have more khushu because you you know you you you're not your mind is not racing um so i'd say the importance of self-care extends you know it's it, it's it's us, it's for us it's for others but it's also you know for our hereafter you know uh, which is what everything should kind of connect back to um and i always say to people you know when we do anything in life always try and connect it back to your purpose. So even whether it's going to work, whether it's going to, whether it's doing self-care even, whatever it is, connect it to the fact that this is gonna make you um, worship Allah better and you know, be a better Muslim. And even going to work and helping others or whatever you're doing in your work, um, try and connect it back to you know your purpose. And then inshallah, everything you do will be a form of ibadah, a, your life will be a form of ibadah. So, um, yeah, I just want to mention that on the self-care, you know, like we can do it to become a better Muslim and a better person. Um, Things we can actually do are practically, you know, uh, one big thing that a lot of women, you know, we don't do, especially when we get busy being a daughter, being a mother, being a wife, whatever it Mm. um, you know, we neglect our, just, we just neglect ourselves, you know, we're thinking about so much about others that we forget about, you know, ourselves. Um, Whether that be just taking a moment and just sitting down, maybe reading a book, maybe, you know, um, just having, you know, like an evening where, you know, you put a face mask on, you know, you have a bit of a relaxing evening, Um, you know, all these little, little things, you know, it's hard, especially like if you have kids or if you have a busy life, it's hard to make time for yourself but I always say that if something is important to you you will prioritize it and it's just about it's just about realizing the importance of self-care so once you realize how important it is for your ibadah for your family for yourself for everyone around you like you said you 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 you'll begin to prioritize it and you will you will include all these little elements of you know having self-care into your life I think it starts from, realizing it's importance, um and once you realize it's importance, you know everything will come with that you know you'll start to give yourself more time you know maybe go on a walk maybe um you know have a bit of time where you do your hips maybe at fudge your time when it's nice and quiet and your mind is you know you might feel tired but your mind is actually um the panel mm-hmm. are very active um you know whatever it is even if it's something you enjoy and you like you just enjoy a particular coffee shop and you're just like sitting there like you know go do it you know like it, don't think that this is wasted time you know resting looking after your body looking after your mind is not wasted time it's all about your intention and where your intention lies inshallah
0: InshaAllah. I love what you mentioned and how you related it to our purpose as well. So even when you're resting, even, subhanAllah, you know, even when you're sleeping, we have the intention that we're doing it to rest for the, you know, for our purpose or for the sake of Allah. So even with self-care and self-love to those who are, to everybody, specifically those who are struggling to do it, just think of it that you're doing it for the sake of Allah. So that yeah. you can be energized, you can feel, you know, um, um, you know, um, give yourself more ability to look after others as well, because that rest, you know, the reason why we sleep is because to give our bodies rest, because if we keep going for days, we're going to collapse or something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So we think about it the same way for self-care as well, is that we're doing it just to kind of, you know, give us, you know, more space, more energy and so on and so on. So we can always, you know, to, to, for those who find it difficult and feel guilty about it. Relate it always, or correct your intention to have doing this for the sake of Allah, right? So I love what you said there. So Razzakullah for sharing, and Inshallah it will help others. You know those who are struggling to have kind of or to include self-care and, and and may see it as a waste of time. Yeah. Also, what you mentioned about the kids as well, you know, mothers who have kids, they they will, they do they do struggle to have the time because they invest all that time in their kids. I think that's something really really important for the kids to learn as well. Is that they say, okay? You tell them okay, this is me time. You need to just leave me alone and just give me that me time because, you know, then the kids learn those boundaries. They learn the importance of self-care as well. And that's something is very important for them to know as they're growing up and to know those boundaries. That, okay, you know, mom needs her time. Dad needs their time as well. So they respect that. And then they also learn that this is something important for them to do. And again, relating it to the religion and, 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 and you know, having that intention for the sake of Allah. I, I don't know if you've heard of Sheikh Mikhail Smith. Um, I've I've come across him lately and I've taken a course with him and what you said it just reminded me um, about what he said what you said that you know self-care helps us with our relationship to god this is something that he's including he's a revert and you know he studied mashallah a lot about islam and psychology from the islamic perspective as well and he talks about connection with ourselves the more we connect with ourselves the more we connect to allah the more we connect to others and subhanallah since i started taking the course of them I'm going to give a a tip quickly about it is that my prayer has completely shifted subhanallah when i stand to pray i'm so connected to allah Whereas in the past, it's like, okay, you know what? When you're praying, your mind is giving off. I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do that, right? But subhanAllah, the more we connect with ourselves, the more we start to connect to our, our Lord. So that is the importance of self-care. And one of the ways that he mentioned about, you know, connecting to the self, and that can be a tip for our dear listeners as well, is journaling on a daily basis. Journaling is something I never paid attention to, and I never do it. So I started doing it the way he said. And what he said is that, at the end of the day, whenever you want to do it, some people like to journal at the start of the day or midday or the end of the day. For me, end of the day is best because I know the events that happened that day. Or sometimes, you know, when something really ha- something happened that is quite severe and, and cause like, you know, um, some sort of emotions, then I go to journal straight away. So what he said is that, Dig deeper into the feelings. How was I feeling that day? Why was I feeling like that? And kind of go deeper and deeper. It's like, why was I feeling this way? And label those feelings. And in fact, he told us to download something called um, emotion meter or something like this. And in fact, I'm going to show it here so that our, those who are watching um, the videos, it's like this. Basically, it has the different uh, the different emotions in there. M- mood meter is called. And what you do is look at it. Take um, look at the different moods that are chosen there and label, take one of the moods and relate it to that feeling that you've had. So that that way you are labeling your feeling, you're becoming aware of your emotions and therefore you're able to regulate your emotions. And if you do this on a daily basis, subhanAllah, it made a huge difference in my life because then you are aware of what caused that feeling and then you deal with it. Because what happens sometimes is that something could have, you know, something happened our day that may have upset us we leave it next thing happens we leave it next thing happens we leave it and then by the end of the day it could be just that our child tells us something we snap at them right so it's not that the child made me angry it's all the things that have piled up throughout the whole day that caused that so you become more aware of it more connected to yourself when you start up in salah you are more connected to your lord with your children with your family you're more connected you're more present subhanallah just from one week of doing it made a huge difference so i thought i'd provide this tip out there inshallah for our dear listeners inshallah to benefit from it so yeah sorry i've taken a bit of your time i'm talking about all of this but i thought you know this will be beneficial
1: no, no, no. alhamdulillah, it's very, very beneficial. Um, just touching on what you're saying, like you know, it's important. That, you know, a lot of people they they kind of struggle with this thing of what you know when you're praying, trying to like control your thoughts and have that khushu'. Like you said, everything you said is really, really gonna help them. Um, also, inshallah, um, something that helped me is you know like the side of yoga. Mm. Where, um, so a lot of people think it's just for exercise, which it which is good. Like it is for the exercise and for the stretching and everything like that. But it would also, um, doing yoga, it, it allows you to gain a skill of kind of controlling the thoughts Kind mm-hmm. um, um, you know, like when you're still and you have to, you have to control your thoughts. Otherwise, you know, like it's like, it's very much forces you to be in that kind of a position. And I think that's a skill that I have been able to apply to my Salah. It's just, it's just like, inshallah, I try my best not to be distracted by so many things and i think it's i think it's actually a skill that we need to try and develop that throughout the generations and time and as as like you know like um things get faster and you know instant gratification everything like this like it, we're losing this skill um so that's another thing that really helped me as well
0: absolutely that's amazing and those moments of silence as well are very powerful which you do it tends to happen in yoga mm-hmm. Um, so it's as you said it's not just exercise it's also mentally it's very good for you mentally yeah yes that's great so i'm just going to quickly remind our dear listeners that we have um amina with us on the show today who's a yoga instructor and she she's sharing her own journey with holistic health and how she mashallah got to um having yogami and we're going to talk a little bit more about yogami actually now um amina so if you can tell us more about it what you do as part of yogami the the um getaways and how do they actually help with the body mind and soul
1: yeah, so at the moment I hold the uh, Yogami Body, Mind, and Soul, Muslim, Getaways. And it's a chance for women to kind of take a step out of their busy life and just rejuvenate, reflect, and just become a stronger person so that when they go back to their lives, it's not just like they had a break and they had a like, you know, it's like they have skills that they can implement into their life mm-hmm. that will help them to lead a more holistic life so in our getaways it's usually like a long weekend break you know we stay in a really beautiful accommodation you know the last one that we had we had a really nice pool and um fire place and everything nice and cozy for everyone to really rejuvenate and relax mm-hmm. um, you know, we have really nutritious and delicious food. You know, it's important that we're giving our body that right that it deserves. Um so, you know, we we fuel ourselves with good food over the weekend. And there's so many things that are included in the getaways that I do. So it's not just about coming and just relaxing. You know, it's so much more than that. You know, we have time management workshops, we have wellness workshops. We have tajweed and tafsir classes our last tafsir class we focused on surah a lot of the sisters were very emotional very inspired by how much the thing about the quran is that you can take one ayah you can reflect on it for so long you can come back and then you can learn so much more again oh. uh, you know so and it's just it's about that connection you know it's about bringing these sisters together who really can connect on a deeper level who can really understand each other because we've all come for the same purpose which is to better ourselves mentally physically and spiritually and that is the most important thing sorry yeah take your time
0: it's all right um So that's that's fine. Take your some. So I'm just gonna just comment a little bit more about that because it's it's part of self care as well, right? Having that meet time for yourself, and as you said, it's not just about having fun. It's also about learning, you know, about the Quran, the Tafsir, and it leads to the holistic life that you talked about earlier, right? it's having you know the different areas a bit of here and a bit of there. Go yeah. Ahead, Sam, you want to come in?
1: yeah. Sorry, I think I get a bit excited talking about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs>
1: But, um, the thing is, the sisters that kind of come together, you know, like I said, we've all come together for for the same purpose, and I think the like the way that my sisters kind of connected with each other on this, you know, level, when they when they, when we finished the getaway, and I asked them, how did you find it, and how's everything? You know, the one thing that really stood out to everyone was this connection, mm-hmm. that you know, that sisterhood, that you know. I, I was with sisters that really understood me, that were really, you know, on the same level as me in terms of like, maybe we're all at different stages, but we're all here together and we're all here to better our relationship with Allah and to just, and you feel like it's very hard. I always tell people it's very hard for me to explain the feelings of these getaways because... It's something that you will not understand until you come on a getaway. Like everyone that's been on the getaway can tell, they can tell you. But for, for me, it's very difficult. And um, but I feel like you know, um, it's all about rejuvenation. It's all about prioritizing yourself and it's all about gaining skills um so that when you go to your life you're better at time management you're better at you know understanding kind of you know just not putting so much pressure on yourself realizing that it's all part of a greater plan and just living a better more holistic and a, and a more positive life you know sometimes we get stuck in this dunya where it's like you know go 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 to work go home go this this is this, a this, this, cook clean like it's too much you know we need to take that break we need to step away from that world it's like a nice humble abode with beautiful sisters and then come back and inshallah be stronger
0: uh, absolutely and again you know we can bring that you know and having it having the attention for the sake of allah right yeah. so we're still having fun we're still enjoying the sisterhood we're still enjoying the time but we're having it for the sake of allah and i love how you said you know you, you related to the other ladies as my sisters i thought that was so sweet <laughs> <laughs>
1: like you said his intention is the most important thing you know we start the getaway with our intentions introducing each other and our intentions and we end on our intentions because this is the most important thing you know in life you know everything you're doing if you try and do it with a within with an intention of pleasing Allah you know I'm not just taking this time just to relax because because I'm I just want to relax no I'm gonna relax so that when I go back to my busy life I will be able to be a a wife a better daughter, a daughter about a mother about everything you know about a, a better person for the sake of Allah um so inshallah that's uh, really important what you said yeah absolutely love it and how often do you do these getaways is it just during the summer what
0: kind of places do you go to just to kind of get our dear listeners excited about it as well
1: but <laughs> yeah. well, we've just finished our first getaway actually Oh. Um, really well alhamdulillah and um it, more information I can tell you where, where to find it all mm. um but um the thing, um, in terms of like the next getaway, because it takes, it, the thing is that like, the getaways for me take a lot of preparation, of not just a quick thing that I do. Yeah. So, it it will be a bit of time, inshallah. But all mm-hmm. the updates are mainly on um, my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, it's I am Yogami as my Instagram, and all the updates on there. You can find all the um, kind of um, the highlights of the old getaway, the old getaway, the getaway that just mm-hmm. happened. I want to see like what actually happens what are people saying about it it's hard to capture you know a feeling but inshallah it's the best we can do but um inshallah is all on my instagram it's at I am yogami
0: yeah great mashallah and you know when you said earlier that um you know with the getaways it's, it's, it's different to explain the feelings it's like you have to try mm. it. it reminded me of subhanallah you know going to mecca and medina everybody um, who would go they would say that i can't i can't describe the feeling you know it's different when you see it and until i saw it i was like you know. Oh. I couldn't relate to it. I was like, how? I see it on TV or, you know, in pictures. I'm like, okay, you know, great, you know, it brings nice feeling. But then when you go there yourself, and subhanallah the yeah. first time you see mecca or into medina it's like wow you can really know what people mean when they say you have to try it so when you said about the getaways as well it's like you can talk about it but the feeling of it is when you experience it yourself then you can really know the feeling of it um so inshallah you know I, i've never actually have I ever been, no i don't think i've ever been to a tree so getaways it's always been a mind you just it just never never um happened and subhanallah with yours i've been actually considering it but because of my circumstances i wasn't able to do it but inshallah in the future. Inshallah, our dear listeners, if they are interested, they've got that possibility as well. Yeah. So before we end, um, I mean, this has been a really great um, um, conversation, especially, you know, when we talk about holidays and all of these things. It brings this kind of special excitement. (laughs) Um, So before we end, can you um, perhaps tell us um, or tell others, you know, our dear listeners, Inshallah, um, if anybody's experiencing hardship, and we all go through hardship sometimes, I mean, even if we're not experiencing it now, you know, at some point, you know, we, we do go through a bit of hardships. What can we do today? What can we do during those times in order for us to start living a holistic life to help with the situation and to kind of include some self-care in our lives as well?
1: Yeah, um, I think the first thing, if for anyone who's going through a really hard time, or who kind of knows somebody who is also who's going through a hard time and it's affecting them, mm-hmm. the first thing is always just to reconnect to your relationship with Allah. You know, sometimes when we when we're stressed, when we're upset, you know, we pick up the phone, we call someone, which is fine. You know, we're here to support each other. But the first point of call should be Allah. You know, just try and really reconnect try and strengthen that bond so that the first thing you think of is I need to speak to Allah then you speak to Allah and then you can speak to your friend you can speak to your family it's fine it's allowed but trying to just better that relationship so that is that is your you know the thing that that um is your first kind of point of call um also just trying to have hope you know knowing that you know we have a good opinion of Allah we know that Allah is everything is is he is doing for us is for our is for our benefit you know, trying to have that opinion of Allah, where like, you know, we 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 know in our hearts that maybe we're going through something really difficult. Maybe it's been difficult for so long, but at the end of the day, Allah knows what He is doing. You know, we, we don't know that. Like, we don't know what's best for us. We don't we don't even know what we're doing half the time. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, Allah, He knows that. Like, he knows plan and there is a greater plan inshallah you know have a positive view of that you're being rewarded for everything as well you know we don't have to be ashamed of wanting reward you know i want reward you want reward (laughs) have a positive view of allah um and then of course try and implement whatever you can do as well. So in terms of like your self-care, in terms of your holistic health, in terms of, you know, everything we mentioned about routine, trying to kind of implement this into your life um yourself as well. So you're putting your effort in. So you're trusting Allah, but you're also putting in your own effort as well. Um, I think it will help you get through tough times, you know. It, but always have it at the forefront of your mind that you know there is someone else that is going that has been through something like this and you know I, I, Allah has pulled them out of it and if it's not in this world it will be in the next world you know there will be a time when I will see why everything happened the way it did yeah. um so just having that at the forefront of your mind I think is very very important inshallah
0: absolutely <laughs> with that. so you talked about the connection with Allah having hope having that trust in Allah and I'm gonna just add a few things here as well which which the self-care as well because these things mashallah they're very very helpful but as you said also to kind of have a holistic approach mm-hmm. so that you are touching upon all the different areas um you know it, for those people who and i that tends to help quite a lot when i ask my clients because i do counselling, for example I Ask them, what are your hobbies they're like oh, i don't know and you have to think quite hard so find a hobby if you don't have a hobby already find a hobby and try to do it on you know daily weekly basis it could be as simple as just to draw and i tell my clients who like to draw five minutes a day it could be just that that's how much it takes just 5 minutes a day have that time for yourself and slowly slowly you get used to making that time for yourself you mm-hmm. get to see the um the the outcomes or the um the influence of that time in your life sometimes when we talk about self care and self love is that we don't see how much it's going to affect our lives until we try it mm-hmm. Yep. so include it you know for a week for two weeks and then you will notice the difference it has in your life and then inshallah you can keep that consistent as well so you know having that spiritually having that self-care as well so connecting to allah having hope as you mentioned having sawaqul and allah doing your um, you know taking care of your spiritual side as well as your uh, because on the day of judgment allah will ask us about how we spent our lives right And what what we've done with our youth, how we spent it. So making sure that you invest in yourself wisely, having that intention, bringing it back to what you said, having that intention that you're doing it for the sake of Allah, for your purpose as well. So inshallah, everything we do, even if it's self-care, even if it's holidays, getaways and all of that, we're getting reward for it if we correct our intentions, inshallah so this has been a really really interesting conversation i loved it, and i'm inshallah our dear listeners um have enjoyed that as well inshallah and benefit from it so again and um inshallah dear listeners i hope that you enjoyed today and just to remind you dear listeners this this show takes place every monday at 6 to 7 p.m so we just subhanallah talking about self-care and self-love and we have our <laughs> next guest <nest-cast> to, <laughs> to talk a little bit more about that so dear listeners please do stay tuned and also if you know or if you are someone who would like like to share your story and on our radio show to inspire others, please do get in touch with us on ultra 779 481822. We'd love to hear from you. Amina Jazakallah Khair again. It's been a pleasure having you. Jazakallah Khair, everybody. And thank you very much for tuning in. We'll see you, Inshallah next week. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org?